Hi, I'm Daniel Foley from the Abundant Life Training Center, and welcome to our daily communion meditation, where today we're talking about rest in your soul. Jesus says, all those who are weary, come to me and you'll find rest for your soul. And lately I've been thinking about this idea of just resting in our soul. Sometimes we get frantic, we get hurried, we're rushing from one thing to the next. We're lacking presence because we're just in a hurry to get through things. And learning how to rest in our soul. And it's amazing how when we begin to walk in this, we begin to, to rest in our soul. The things that we do become so much more efficient. It seems like we're, we're calm, we're cool, we're relaxed. But at the same time, our efficiency in what we're doing is growing so much more. We're able to get so much more done. Because when we're in a hurry, we tend to make mistakes. And then we've got to redo things. And so we're going to be taking communion over this today. Jesus promises, will he give us rest for our soul? Helping us, we're asking him to help us rest in our souls. So that his grace and his beauty and his glory all just begin to flow through us on a new level. Because the more we rest, the more he goes to work. So we're going to pray. And then we'll go through our filters for today. And then we'll take communion. So Heavenly Father, I pray for everybody who's watching or listening. Their families, their friends, everybody connected to them and all of our church and governmental leaders. And I thank you for releasing us from darkness and transferring us into the light, into the kingdom of your dear son. I thank you for your purpose and grace given to us in Christ Jesus before time ever began. I thank you that Jesus was smitten for us so that you could fight for us. And I keep asking that you, the father of glory, would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we would know you better. That the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to know the hope to which you've called us. And the riches of your glorious inheritance that is in us. And the immeasurable greatness of your power to us who believe. The same power that you exercised in Christ. When you raised him from the dead and seated him at your right hand in heavenly places. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. And every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And you put all things under his feet and made him to be the head of the body. The fullness of him who fills all in all. And Father, I ask you to bless us. And to make your face shine upon us, let us find grace and favor in your eyes. Expand our borders and our territory. Expand our capacity to receive everything you've given us in Christ. And to let it flow through us so that we do good and are a blessing to people all over the world. Send us opportunities to do good and be a blessing today. And help us be sensitive to those opportunities. And make the most of them today. Keep your hand on us and help us do today what's right and best in your eyes. And do it with peace and joy and confidence in you. And we ask you to stretch out your hand to heal and do signs and wonders and keep us from evil and pain. Through the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go through our filters for today. These filters are short things that I write at the top of my journal every night. As a way to help me stay in rhythm with God, to stay in his timing. As a way to help me filter my decision making. And I like to start with the big picture vision. For me personally, that's abundant life training centers all over the world. Making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. 
Our program, The Abundant Life Blueprint, started about 10 years ago when Proverbs 13.22 changed the course of my whole life. It says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. Areas like purpose and health and family and finances, order, time, and community. But when I got started, I had no clue where to start. So I began to seek after God, I began to totally immerse myself in the things of God. And my relationship with him began to grow. He began to teach me, began to train me. And he taught me this whole new way to live. Where we make him the center, we make him the source of everything. We learn how to rest and trust in him. We learn how to rest in our soul. We learn how to walk in the light as he is in the light. And when we walk in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with one another. We're walking in faith. We're walking in love, in humility, and forgiveness. His grace is flowing through us. But it wasn't easy all the time. Men had to learn how to learn, had to learn how to do things a different way. Had to let go of some old ways and to embrace this new way of living. Had to learn how to walk it out. I just began to document what I was going through, the things that I was learning. And it turned into a series of books and courses and blueprints and now partners that we have called the Abundant Life Blueprint. And the goal is to build Abundant Life training centers all over the world that are implementing these blueprints. Thriving communities of people working together, making the body of Christ healthy and beautiful. And then this year in 2022, our focus has been on the year of the beautiful land. In the Old Testament, God told the people he was going to give them the best and most beautiful land in the entire world as their inheritance. And that's symbolic for us of this rich inheritance that we have in Christ. It's got everything we need and desire in there. And this year, God's been teaching us how to possess that land, how to hold fast to it and to keep it by filling up the basket of praise. We've talked about the example of two baskets on a balancing scale. On one side, we've got a basket full of all the issues and problems that we face. And we could fill that basket up with venting and complaining and pouting and toiling away in our mind, trying to figure out all those problems, really not resting in our soul. Or we can fill up the other basket, the basket of praise, praising God for who he is, praising him for all that he's done in our lives. Praising him for all that he's done for us in Christ and the promises that he's given us. Now, this is not denying that there's issues or problems. There's going to be issues and problems. And we can throw them into that basket of the problems. And then we're going to leave them there. We're going to cast those cares over onto God. We're going to learn to rest in our soul. And then we're going to turn around and we're going to start filling up that basket of praise for what God's promised us. It's going to help us to magnify that light. And then this month in October of 2022, our message has been understanding the times. In 1 Chronicles chapter 12, it says the people of Issachar understood the times. They had understanding of the times. And because of that, they knew what to do. They knew the best course of action for Israel to take. It's a principle we teach in our program is that understanding leads to knowledge. Understanding something leads to knowing what to do to knowing the best actions to take. And I believe the most important thing for us to understand is God's grace. In Colossians 1.6, it says, the gospel bears fruit in our lives ever since the day we understood God's grace. Understanding this covenant of grace that God's given us, 
That even when we feel like we've missed it, we've fallen short, God is working for our good continually. He doesn't withhold his presence or withhold good things from us. And it's learning that he's continually doing this in the unseen realm, in the invisible world where we can't see him. And having that underlying understanding. And then we got to learn how to walk in this ourselves. We do continually good for other people. Even when they've missed it or they've fallen short. They push our buttons, these types of things. And then this week, as we go around the yearly cycle, think of it as a circle of a year. Like a 360 degree view of who God is and all that he's done for us in Christ. Different times of the year just give us little promptings, little reminders, little nudges back in the right direction. And right now we're in what's called the Feast of Tabernacles, which is a seven-day harvest festival. It's a time to rejoice in the harvest, a time to remember that God is tabernacling with us on the inside. And I want you to think about the Feast of Tabernacles. This is the seventh Feast of Israel, and it's a seven-day festival, all reminders of the number seven of the Sabbath. All a reminder, right now, this time of year is a reminder, we're supposed to be resting in our soul. Supposed to be resting in our soul. And when we rest, God goes to work. It's like it turns the tables and all those good things that he put in Christ can begin to flow through us. It unlocks those rivers of living water and they can begin to flow through us in our life. All by resting in our soul. When we got all that pressure on us, when we're hurried, when we're frantic, we're out of control. We're not resting in our soul. We're toiling in our mind. We make, a, we make a lot of mistakes. It wastes time. It's very stressful. And we've got to learn how to turn the tables on that, how to put that pressure onto God, how to rest in our soul, to cast those cares onto him, to stop toiling. And so, Heavenly Father, we are asking for your help with that today. You've given us rest in our soul. You've promised it to us. Jesus said we have it. Help us to receive this. Help us to walk in this consistently, to put off the toiling and the stress and the pressure and learn how to walk this out, how to, work, how to walk in rest in our soul. doesn't mean we lay on the couch doing nothing, but it means we learn how to rest in our mind and our emotions. And it's this amazing thing that I've learned that happens. When we rest in our soul, God goes to work. And now all of a sudden we increase our productivity. We increase our efficiency. Because he's doing the work. And so, Heavenly Father, we are asking for your help with that today. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body, broken for you. Do this in your remembrance of me. God sent us Jesus. He didn't have to, he chose to. He could have left us on our own without him separated from him forever. We would have been without this rest in our soul. We'd all missed it. We'd all gone astray. And God laid upon him the sins and the iniquities of us all. And by his stripes, we've been healed. He was crushed and destroyed by God. He was smitten by God. God poured the cup of his wrath on his body. So that we could be right and holy and perfect in his sight. We could have this rest. And God raised him up from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. And he raised us up together with him, made us sit together with him. He made us one with him. 
And communion is supposed to be a celebration of our union with him. Being united, being one with him. It's a time for us to remember that today. To keep it top of mind every day. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this bread. And for rest in our soul. And ask you to bless this bread in Jesus' name. Give your bread, you can take your bread. Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, poured out for the forgiveness of sins for many. And it's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness and transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And that's where that rest is. His blood washes us and cleanses us, gives us this fresh start in life. We get to walk out this day today in partnership with God and a covenant relationship with him. So, Father, I thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your juice, you can take your juice. All right, I want to talk about a way to practice this. So we talk about often that physical exercise is a physical expression of exercising our faith. As you're doing your workouts, here's what I want you to, to focus on. Staying at rest in your soul. Sometimes you pick up a weight or you start an exercise and it might feel challenging, might feel hard. I want you to practice keeping your body calm and at rest and under control on the inside while you're doing the exercise. It's going to help you to tap into God doing the work through you. Learning how to rest in your soul, staying completely calm and under control on the inside while you're doing the work. It's going to help us to practice this. But I hope this has been helpful for you today. If you'd like to be a part of what we're doing in the Abundant Life Blueprint, you go to the AbundantLifeTrainingCenter.com.